0: hi everyone welcome i'm looking forward to sharing some really wonderful tips with you today first we'll begin with the questions first question what do you say to organic milk so in order to answer this question let's first explore what makes organic milk different than regular milk so it boils down to three things with organic milk first of all the cows are not given antibiotics they're not given hormones and they are fed at least 30% pasture instead of being fed grains only. So I'll be honest with you, it's very controversial if organic milk really is much more healthy. There is some difference though from regular milk. Next question, what's your take on coffee? So on my diet, coffee is allowed. Our focus here is weight loss and we try to stay very practical and make it sustainable. Do you recommend keto diet? So first of all, what is keto diet? So keto is a high-fat, low-carb diet. The idea of keto diet is to get the body into a state of ketosis. Ketosis is what happens when you fast. Your body is forced to burn fat. When you're looking to lose weight, you want to do it in a healthy, balanced way. The keto diet was developed for medical reasons, to treat epilepsy, we should never know of it. So it's really a shame to do it for weight loss. You wanna go on a healthy, balanced diet and any diet that's not balanced has repercussions and side effects. The keto diet can lead to nutrient nutrient deficiency, constipation, fatigue, disordered eating, amongst other side effects. So it is advised to keep away from extreme forms of eating. Last time we spoke about how when our emotions kick in, we can't be rational. At that point, we need our choices to happen naturally. And by the way, we have six weeks left to and we need to prepare ourselves mentally. And now's the time. The way to be successful is to get our emotions involved in the process. Our brain, like a muscle, can be exercised to improve willpower. The fact is that young people care less about their health, and that's understood since the consequences are not yet real to them, other than the effect on their waist size, which is obviously not enough to control the obesity rate. There was a time in New York City that the mayor, Mayor Bloomberg, was adamant to make a law about the portion size of soda cups. He wanted to ban big size cups. He, it was called the big soda ban, and it would dictate the size of a soda cup sold in restaurants. So there was a soda company that printed all across its truck in big bold letters, don't let bureaucrats tell you how much to drink. If we would only know the repercussions of sugar-loaded soda on the nation's health, we would all be rooting for such laws to take effect. It really is a crime that the food industry has the freedom to hide the most damaging ingredients in our food. Recently, I saw a skid of watermelons, and on this huge carton, it was printed in big letters, fertilized with honey. So even our fresh produce has added sugar. So it's really a shame. But if you're thinking, well, when I'll be older, maybe I'll have more time to be into myself and I'll eat healthy. I'll go to the gym. But right now I'm just too hurried. Habits only get harder to develop as we age. The more seriously we take our health, the more involved our emotions will be in controlling our weight. I'll share something personal here with you. You know, when I was studying nutrition, I said to myself, I'm not gonna do weight loss. I'll be an attritionist for people who are into it for a, you know, into their health in a meaningful way. You know, they wanna heal recurring streps, yeast infections, chronic fatigue. I, I wanna help people in a real way, not just to fit into the dress of their dreams. But the more I studied, the more I realized that controlling our weight is not at all vain. Obesity is a leading cause of most health issues. Why wait if we can prevent? So here I am advocating for weight loss and weight control because it's the best gift you can give yourself. Having said that, I'd like to now take the opportunity to introduce you to a professional life coach who is an emotional eating expert as well by the name of Esty Danziger. She's with us on the line today. Hi, Esty. Thanks for joining us today. Can you tell us about the work you do?
1: Yes, thank you, Shindy. It's been an honor for me to be here with you and share a little bit about myself. So currently, I work as a certified life coach with over three years of experience. I specialize in self-development and emotional intelligence. My passion is to support women in achieving a better reality, a better life with possibilities so they can start living, living a truthful, meaningful life. That is what every woman wishes for herself. The way I work is together. Together, I'm helping clients to create a path that's helping clients make choices and seeing possibilities which they couldn't see before. Often, clients come into session all confused, anxious, and even feeling like they are drowning. But with questions, I ask them to go deeper, to find the path they really want to go. And by allowing them to go deeper, they enable themselves to make decisions. this is so so liberating i also recently developed a workshop for mindful eating where a group of women share the same struggle of emotional eating so together we raise some awareness about ourselves we explore beliefs emotions feelings strengths, and weaknesses in a non-judgmental way we have the ability to identify our behaviors so it will help us to navigate ourselves with others. In this case, it's ourselves with food. So we learn to interact with food in a different way. I personally feel that women who have interest in personal development are very brave and brings super powerful results. But it's a skill, like every other skill. It needs to be developed and it takes time and practice a real, real journey. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. So are you a therapist, a life coach? You studied in the field of emotional eating. What's your expertise?
1: So again, I'm not a therapist. I'm a life coach, as I mentioned earlier. The difference between a therapist and a life coach is that a therapist works with a client on past trauma experience and emotional healing, and a coach helps people make progress in their lives in order to gain fulfillment. I personally support my client in improving their relationships, relationships to food, To children, to self, and day to day life. I personally bring in some therapeutic modality and emotional healing in the session while we focus on the future goals. I help them to move forward and to unlock their hidden potential and target my clients' unique skills and gifts.
0: Oh, wow. It sounds really uh, powerful. So, what made you get into this?
1: So, yeah, I love that question. (laughs) I'm very passionate about supporting. And empowering women i have been and still on on a personal development and emotional intelligence journey in which i have given myself the permission to explore areas of myself that it was i was afraid of to reinvent who i am and to discover my character on a deeper level so i studied emotional intelligence for almost 12 years and still am people used to come to me with the challenges, and it was so rewarding for me to be there with them and for them. I always had an interest in connecting to people's soul and to help people to connect to themselves, and this is what I'm aiming for. I feel my mission is to help people find their truth. Mm-hmm,
0: nice. So let's get to our topic for today, um, and sure. can you help us explore it? So how would you identify emotional eating?
1: Yes, emotional eating... Fascinating topic. So, yeah. So, what is emotional eating? It's very simple. It's a behavior. Emotional eating means eating what we feel rather than eating what your body needs. For me, it's a desire to eat is driven by a feeling or an emotion, rather driv- driven by a physical hunger. Mm-hmm. To bring up my point, can I can I challenge you with a question, Shandy? Mm-hmm. The question I asked my, you know, the women in the workshop. Do you ever find yourself wanting more and more desserts?
0: No, of course. I think that's universal. There's always room for more desserts.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. So if you take the word desserts and you look backwards, what word do you get?
0: Dessert. Backwards. Mm, help me out.
1: Yeah, I'll answer that. Stressed.
0: Mm, nice. Nice play on words.
1: Yes. So... What I mean by that, we can feel sad, confused, stressed, or lonely.
0: So would you say that stressed is anytime you feel like a negative emotion? Negativity is stress?
1: Yes, so exactly that's what I'm about to explain. Emotions are a part of human beings. Emotions are a part of who we are. They play a very big role in our life. There's a very big secret about emotions, and I'll, I'll share the secret. Emotions and feelings need to be seen, heard, and felt, in order for them to pass through. They are Such a good point. Wow. Yes, emotions are energy. They, they, they need movement. Mm-hmm. So when I feel an unpleasant feeling or any uncomfortable, negative feeling. We try to create a relaxed or sort of creating a type of comfort, so we want to food, so we don't have to connect our feelings. In mm-hmm. simple words, seeking food is about feeling comfort, and sometimes it's also about avoiding our feelings and we know it. Uh-huh. So it's an escape. Exactly. Sometimes mm-hmm. we get to, sometimes we get scared to feel, so like you said, we escape. Where do we escape to? Of course, to food. You know the expression, food makes the mood, Mm -hmm. right? So exactly, food makes us feel good. It gives us an emotional comfort for the moment. It's a temporary relief. But then the stress eating brings to overeating and leads to weight gain and low energy. And back to the feeling of shame and guilt. In the moment we feel shame and guilt, we're so uncomfortable to feel it. So we get scared again. So we want again to, where? To food. Mm-hmm. It's a negative cycle of emotions and action. Emotional eating is an unhealthy coping mechanism for dealing with negative emotions. It's a cycle that never stops unless we put our foot down and do something about it. Some people might say, I'm starting a new diet and that's it. So starting a new diet might sound like putting the foot down, but the truth is a diet is like a gate around a house without a foundation. When there's a wind, rain, or unexpected storms, diet cannot protect us. Mm -hmm. We need the foundation. We need our emotional stability. The crave shows up. We get out of control. We lose our logic. We experience frustration, confusion, and so on. I constantly hear women asking, why? Why can't I control myself from eating these cakes and danishes? I have been on a diet for the past six weeks. I'm so committed. I feel so good about it. I stack up my fridge with new food. And one little frustration, I'm losing control and run to food, to danishes. What's going on with me? Why? Why? Mm-hmm. I hear their frustration. I hear the confusion. My heart feels for them. Yeah, if I can only say mm-hmm. yes. So if I can only say that we don't need to lose pounds to finally deserve to ask ourselves what we need to finally gain respect from ourselves, to finally use our voice to speak up for our values and dreams. We don't need to accomplish that entire to-do
0: list to participate in a calming and joyful activity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love this. Beautiful. Yes. So uh, let's explore further. Like can, what are some common beliefs of emotional eaters?
1: Yeah. So beliefs, my favorite topic. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to beliefs about food, as a child, we hear it from parents, higher authority, family members or friends. We hear their beliefs and we believe that and we act on that. Mm-hmm. One of the beliefs about food that I had is I have to finish the whole plate. You know, my mom, <laughs> my mom used to think to me, yeah, I have to be a Kaiser. Right? Uh-huh. Oh, sure. I grew up so, in that too, of course. Yeah, uh, Here you go. So we have to be a kaizen means Mm -hmm. we have to finish up the whole plate. Mm -hmm. So that's one belief. And there is another belief is now I have opportunity to get sushi. Tomorrow I will not have that. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that, that I'm not going to have the sushi. But the truth is that I am feeling so full and I'm so not hungry. But these beliefs are driving me subconsciously to eat as if my body needs it when I really don't need it. By eating what I don't need, I'm just abusing my body. Yeah, and, it is abuse.
0: It, it, it sounds harsh,
1: but that's the reality. Yeah. It is harsh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and, and there's another belief. You know, my clients once told me that in order to lead a balanced lifestyle, there needs to be room for goodies too sometimes.
0: Uh-huh. That's a very common belief, I must say. I, I I encountered that a lot. It just sounds so scary to cut cake and cookies out of our life. Like when mm-hmm. especially when it's so available and convenient. Yes. And it's very challenging, you know, just thinking about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Most of the time we are not aware that these are just beliefs. They are stories we keep telling ourselves and we really believe them and it becomes a fact. Yeah, true. So these true. beliefs yeah, and it's so interesting because these beliefs keeps us back from fulfilling our potential
0: and enjoy life to the fullest. In other words, living life peacefully. Mm-hmm. So it's like a recording in our head, and the only way to be successful is to shut off that recording.
1: So I wouldn't say shutting off, because it's a way of numbing it. But I rather say we can definitely change the belief that no longer serves us.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. nice, nice. That makes sense. So we can't tell our stop our brain to stop thinking, but we just need to think the right thoughts. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So can you share And, and this is hard, Shiny. It is hard. <laughs> Easier said than done. Yeah. 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 So give us a practical tool. Yeah, I know it's hard. Can you share with us something practical that really, you know, gives your clients the power to make that change? Yes, so there
1: are many tools I invite my clients to try. One of them is a very powerful tool, and that is releasing emotions by writing or journaling. But the truth is, the truth is when we experience an urge for food, we are not always emotionally available to run and grab the pen and paper. Exactly. Second, so I, I can just think of a quick fix tool that is extremely powerful, and that is using positive self-talk. What I mean by self-talk, mm-hmm. we identify how we feel in the moment. How? Yes. Um, when you catch yourself running to food and you feel you're about to lose control, don't judge yourself. Challenge it and talk to yourself and ask like this. Estee, how do I feel right now? So let's say I feel frustrated. So then I continue with being compassionate to myself. And I say, I hear you. I totally get you. What I just did is validating my feelings. So then I continue further with my self-talk. And I ask the second question, Esti, what can I give you to make you feel better? At this point, I find myself feeling already better. Mm-hmm. And I know some of the listeners might, might be saying to themselves right now, yeah, right, this sounds so unrealistic. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I I always used to say, I, I say, just try it, feel it. Mm-hmm. I, I invite you all to try it, to try to validate your feelings and really experience it from the real tuned in place. But we must remember to be careful not to judge ourselves. And by talking to ourselves, we talk to Hashem. Hashem hears you, he feels you, he knows everything about you and what you go through. He's listening and here for you with you.
0: Wow. It sounds so powerful and yet so practical. So yeah, yeah, you're really giving us the tools to, you know, face those feelings head on and that gives us the power to actually overcome them. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So, can you just you know wrap up in a nutshell? Like, what's the change or the progress that you actually see on your clients from when they come into you?
1: Yes. Okay. So when they get out of the session, they feel free.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I always get inspired to see my clients walking away from the session with so much clarity and growth. They are so creative and resourceful. I don't need to tell them what to do. They come up with their own plan, and that alone makes them feel empowered for being able to make choices and seeing new positive opportunity in their life, which they couldn't see or experience before. One thing I can say about coaching. Coaching changed my life, my kids, my clients' life. Coaching is the best gift you can give yourself, the gift of freedom we all wish for. You know, like it says,
0: sure, Yeah, Yeah, coaching gives you that clarity. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you do, uh, you know, just let me hear exactly what you do. So you do a personal, or you do a class? Uh, how did how does your coaching work?
1: Okay, so I do the coaching sessions. So I work one on one with mm-hmm. women over the phone, mm-hmm. and I also do the workshop, which is the workshop is um, we form yeah. a six part live workshop here in Muncie. In
0: Muncie. Every part, okay. is,
1: yeah. And every part is about two and a half hours where I share information for about 30 minutes. Uh-huh. We raise some awareness, and we give ourselves the permission to go deeper and connect to our true self. We use powerful tools and skills, and we get to choose a partner for homework activities, and they talk about their experience by the next class, and it's highly interactive. And, of course, we keep our sharing confidential. hmm and again, my workshop is not about menu, food planning, or physical exercise. It's about emotional exercise. It's all about knowledge of emotional intelligence that gives us
0: the opportunity to make choices in our lives. So food becomes just food. Wow. Well, nice. So you offer workshops in Muncie. And besides for yes. that, you offer private sessions over the phone uh, for anyone, anytime. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and where did you get your information from? So I gathered information from
1: the past 11 years of training, plus my own personal experience. Just by the way, I forgot to mention that um, tools and skills that I share in the workshop mm-hmm. um, works in, other way in any other area in their life, not only in emotional eating field of struggle. Uh-huh.
0: So it's a really um, amazing workshop that really affects your life as a whole. Wow. And yes. did you specifically study emotional eating? So recently, I started emotional eating since many women reached out to me with
1: the same struggle. And wherever I go, I mm-hmm. women talk about this topic, mm-hmm. emotional eating and emotional eating and the struggle. Yeah. So I decided mm-hmm. to look into it and I started and I found myself in the same boat. <laughs> so I, yeah, I just, it was unbelievable. So <sighs> I started to practice on my own mm-hmm. to find the balance of a healthier lifestyle of eating.
0: And I'm still on that journey and looking forward to share, connect and grow together. Yeah. Wow, wow, beautiful. Thank you so much, Esty, for sharing sure. You know your knowledge and expertise and offering us the opportunity to join your workshops. Would you like to share with us your contact info? Uh, I really encourage all listeners to give Esty a call, reach out to her. This sounds so powerful. Yes, you, thank you. Would you
1: share? Sure. Yeah. So here's my number to reach out for a coaching session and or to sign up for the upcoming workshop. The number is 347 Five one two, three zero, seven seven.
0: Well, thank you so much once again, SD. Thank you for you joining you us welcome. and to all my listeners. Good luck and have a great yes, week.
1: good luck. You too, bye.